Hey, welcome back to the Super Sapphic Film Club. Hello. I hate how I say that every time. Okay. I like it. Really? Okay, yeah. Thank you. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with me. Can <laughs> <laughs> you say it again? Slower into the mic. <laughs> oh my God. We have our goodwill hunting in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> Is that in Goodwill Hunting? Oh, it's like a similar scene where like Robin Williams is just hugging Matt Damon where it's like, oh, it's not yeah. your fault. It's not your fault. Oh, God. God. Oh, God. I only saw that movie once and I still <gasps> deeply remember that it's, scene. And it how... hits. That movie is so good. Like, there are some like Hollywood, like, you know, like movies from my parents' days where I'm like, this is your king. Is this your king? Yeah. <laughs> that movie was top to bottom. Yeah. Like the Matt Damon taking down the Harvard guy in the bar is a great scene. It's been too long no, since I saw the movie to remember. Really fully, good. But, um, he just like totally dunks on him and gets the that. girl's number and many drivers oh, in naturally. it. Wait, is that the movie that's like, do you like apples? Yes. Well, how do you like them apples? I never fucking forgot that line. <laughs> it's so good. It's so genuinely great. Because <laughs> he's like banging through the yes. glass. Like, do, do you, you like, like apples? apples? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, God, we should rewatch that movie. We should. But, I would totally watch it. But that. not this week because this week we're watching. <laughs> The feels. The feels. Should we start over? No. Okay. <laughs> I think we're good. I feel unhinged. Up to, up to you, because you're the one who has to edit this. Whatever. Whatever. This week, this we're watching week. The Feels from 2017. Oh, The Feels. Just takes me right back to Tumblr 2016, 2015. Yes. Ooh. My uh, shameful days. I know. The worst time, really. <laughs> the director of The Feels is... Janae Lamarck. Yes, she also wrote it along with Lauren Parks. <gasps> there you go. Yes. Okay, thank you. Of course. And the synopsis is that's a weird way to say it. Hold on. <laughs> and the part and that is the part coming of after the movie this, is it is also <laughs> going to be the. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard it's to a, not be in your it head. It is. See, okay. this is why. Yeah, it's it. I'll I'll get her. I'll get I her. I believe in yeah. you. Trust and believe. This room is hot. I know. We've been recording for an hour. We managed to talk about that movie for an hour, which is yeah. good, because sometimes it's harder to talk about when they're such good movies. Exactly. But anyway, okay. The Feels is about a group of friends uh, who gather in a woodsy cabin to celebrate the marriage of Andy, played by Constance Wu, and Lou, played by Angela Trimber. It starts like any other similar gathering. Distant friends catch up, drinks flow freely, and spirits soar. It's all well and good and fun until mid-drunken mumble, it comes out that Lou has never had an orgasm. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Poor Lou. Poor Lou. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I am so excited for this, as I am for every movie, for Me better too. or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about this movie. I mean, Constance Wu. I Constance have such a Wu. crush on Constance Wu. She's so pretty. And it's, she's such a good actor. She's so fantastic. I watched... Like, so many seasons of Fresh Off the Boat, mostly for her. Fresh Off love the Boat that. is a great show. I don't know why I said it like that. But she was definitely a big reason why yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> show, damn it. <laughs> Can't fucking talk disease. It's a tough one. It's, it's terminal. contagious. <laughs> you have three months. As is everything, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what is life but a death sentence? But a, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> my dark, twisted mind. <laughs> Normal is a setting on a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 
Okay, let's go watch this movie about a bachelorette party we're so that we go. can take notes for the bachelorette party that we're going to go Hell on. Hell yeah, we're In going like to a bachelorette party. fucking weeks? What the fuck? What the That's fuck? crazy. Okay, we'll be back after we've seen this movie. You can't see it, but I'm waving. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>everybody it's Haley. i just wanted to give you this week's super sapphic spotlight and it's predictable but i had to do it i had to get it in there it's jennifer's body which if you haven't seen jennifer's body yet i can only assume that you're like 17 or you're like me and you just have a movie list of things that you just never really get to but i digress jennifer's body is a 2009 horror comedy directed by Karen Kasama and written by Diablo Cody, who you may be familiar with as the writer of Juno, a big-time Haley movie that helped solidify my childhood crush on Elliot Page. It follows newly possessed high school cheerleader Jennifer, played by Megan Fox, yes, Megan Fox, who turns into a succubus who specializes in killing her male classmates. Can her best friend Needy, played by Amanda Seyfried, put an end to the horror? It's fantastic. This movie is so deserving of its cult status. It's as good as people say it is, and that's why no one shuts up about it. If you've already seen it, which is likely, you know that this is like really pushing the edges of our canon definition, but it's for me, such a cultural touchstone in the like gay awakening for people my age. And also for those of you who have seen it and who maybe are also just interested in its production history and how this movie that is so fantastic totally flopped. Like it ate shit in the box office. It was not, it was a bad time. Yara Zaid has a fantastic video essay on how just the marketing team for this movie did it so, so dirty. And it's really good. Like all of her videos, they're fantastic. It's really worth checking out. I believe it is called Jennifer's Body and the Horror of Bad Marketing. And also, I'm the biggest baby in the whole world, but I even I can stomach this movie. So if you're a horror-averse, watch it with a friend. Get a friend's opinion. It's uh, a little bloody, but not too bad. But if it doesn't sound like that is up your alley at all, you should check out our movie list. We have so many movies on that movie list. It's insane. You can find it on our card, which is ssfc.card.co. Card is spelled with two R's. I hope you check it out. And if you want to get a hold of us, we are on Instagram at supersapphicfc. And we'd love to hear from you. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. We watched The Fields. We really did. Boy, that title is so bad. It's just, ooh. Just, oh my God, <laughs> and the cover, I'm sorry. Like, it's so millennial. Oh, it really and is. just like a bunch of boobs, like, I illustrated. Know. It's like, you still see those, like, boob cups where it's just, like, different boobs all over the cup. Who drinks out of that in the morning? I, we're different people, we're, she and I. <laughs> who is she? Who is she? Where is she? She's a girl boss, it seems like. Oh my god. That's who I associate with that, you yeah. know? It's not even like, it doesn't even have like any of the teeth of like free the nipple. It's just like, haha, boobs. Boobs. Boobs are funny, right? Right. Not really, but you know, to each their own. Sure. This movie made me so angry. So I had the most fun experience watching this movie of not not in general, okay, not, okay. not meaning it's great, just meaning it was 
very surprising to me because I didn't know until I finished watching it that it was all improvised. Okay. (laughs) I had no idea. This there is no script. Every line was improvised. I assume the characters or the actors were given basic, like, your character is sort of like this and the plot is sort of like this, but to each their own, do your own thing. Is what? I was so fucking angry. I was livid when I found that out. (laughs) I, oh my God, like, literally, I kind of had a feeling that, like, this had to at least be partly improvised just like in the way that they were speaking to each other mm-hmm. it seemed like <laughs> it's like this kind of messy emotional yes and yeah the monologue bits seemed clearly improvised mm-hmm. those were really annoying and then <laughs> anyway it was like at some point i think it was in the point where constance Wu's character talks to the one man i don't know any of their names i refuse to learn no you're good <laughs> for once i learned their names is andy wow. and josh good for you i know I never, every single time I come onto this podcast and I go, what's her face? The best friend. So I was like, this time, (laughs) not happening. So Andy and Josh, it was their scene where I'm like, that was really good. Why was that good? And then the next scene was so bad Mm -hmm. that I was like, I think this is improvised. And then I looked it up on IMDb and it changed. I, I'm I'm getting mad again. (laughs) Like, listen. This movie, I've never felt like something truly wasted my time the way that this did. Like, I've, I've heard older artists and, like, theater practitioners being like, if I don't like a play halfway, I'll just leave. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, why would you ever do that? But I'm like, no, I think either I'm old enough or I'm like, I only have so many years on this fucking rock. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to fuck There's this movie. 15 other things I could be doing right now. Like... If you're going to improvise a movie, at least have the decency to make it funny. Exactly. This movie's humor was mean. It It was. It was always at the expense of other people. And Mm -hmm. it just was so, like, ah. It just, like, I know. It's just... So when I watched this movie, I had no idea. I didn't even think that it was improvised because I'm just not... I I see almost no improv. I have no radar for that. Well, it's also... I I had to look it up because I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. like... Is there a precedence for this? I mean, obviously, yes, there is. But it's, mm-hmm. like, in terms of films that I'd seen before and, like, knew of. Because I was, like, uh, you know, initially at first I was a little petty. I'm, like, why would you improvise a movie? Mm-hmm. Like, write a fucking script. Like, maybe movies should have scripts. I, that was my thing, too, is I was, like, is it bitchy to think that it's not even a movie? Like, it is a movie because it's, it's I watched it. It's a movie. Yeah. But, like, if you don't have a script, is it not just videotaped improv? I don't understand. And when I first watched it, before I knew it was improvised, I was so genuinely impressed with the writing in this movie. <laughs> because I was like, here, here is my verbatim notes, my first notes on this fucking movie. Yeah. This is the most realistic movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I genuinely thought it was like, because a movie doesn't have to be like relatable writing to be good. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times that's like kind of boring. Yeah. Um, like, you want the characters to be, like, smarter or snappier than you would be yeah. in the moment right. of something. But I thought it was, like, really cool and realistic how, like, real Unfunny people they, they all sounded. <laughs> exactly. That was my thing, is I was like, 
I don't like any of them as yeah. people. The jokes aren't that funny, but it, it seems like it was so real. It was I felt like I knew all of these people. They were such genuinely real characters to me. Literally. Imagine my fucking shock and betrayal <laughs> when I finished this movie and I was like, wow, that ending seemed kind of rushed. But overall, I'm like so impressed with how good the writing was. And it's I see that big fat all of it was improvised. I was like, okay, fuck you. I cannot believe so when <laughs> i'm so okay sorry finish yeah. your thought. no no Haley texted me and was like i'm so sorry i made you watch this shitty movie i literally texted you fuck this movie yeah. i'm so sorry we had to watch that i didn't see it until i had finished the movie but okay. not looked up anything about oh. it so i was like what i actually kind of liked it this yeah. is gonna be interesting we're gonna have different perspectives yeah <laughs> and i was like oh my god yeah it was improvised see, so i took back like all of i have so many like paragraphs of notes about how good the the writing is and how like realistic of situations it seemed like but it was because they were all making shit up as they went along so of course it didn't sound written it wasn't written (laughs) wow okay i'm like kind of reeling i hated the writing throughout i really well like it's because there's no writing (laughs) but it's like i it's also like i just don't appreciate that style of like you made it realistic awesome yeah but what did you really like do about that yeah what is that saying that was um, I I fully agree. I think I was just so impressed that anyone could write something so realistic that I was like blinded by how there was no substance or even interest in it. I get it. I understand. That, and then as soon as that was taken away when I googled it afterwards, I was like, well, now I don't even fucking know what to think right. about this movie. And I will say there is not no precedence for an improvised movie. Is there not? Apparently Blue Valentine, that movie with Ryan. That explains why it's so fucking boring. <laughs> I tried to watch that movie. It was so fucking boring. <laughs> it was like that story for that movie was like crazy. Apparently like they were attached for like five or seven years. They like lived together for a month before what, they the shot actors? it. What, the actors? Yeah. Like Michelle Williams and that Ryan, what's his face? Gosling? Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't keep them straight. Can't keep them straight. <laughs> Too many Ryans. <laughs> Apparently, Drinking Buddies, another film I haven't seen, Have is seen. Uh, mostly improvised, as well as Like Crazy, which had Anton Yelkin in it. I've heard of that one. Didn't yeah, see it, though. I haven't either. I haven't seen any of these films, but like all the other ones that were like mostly improvised films are like what you'd expect, like mm-hmm. Borat and Wet Hot American Summer and Best in Show. Oh, where it's like a yeah, fucking like comedy. Yeah. yeah, Spinal Tap. Like, like obviously. That's because you just shoved a bunch of comedians yeah. into a room together and you funny like shit came out. Trying to make a comedy about sex and love and yeah, relationships. Only one of these people was a comedian, as far as I could tell. <laughs> she was really funny, though. Which one? <laughs> The, the one who's supposed to be annoying. Oh. Also, this movie shit on that character. I know. Constantly. I know. I was like, I like this character, but not for any of the reasons that the movie wanted me to. No. I just thought she was really fun. She was and really And they fun. were just, like, shitting on her the whole time. Her her stupid monologue of, like, her first orgasm was the only good one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even Except remember it. Yeah. constant. It was her being, like, reading trashy pulp novels and being like, hell yeah. <laughs> Constance Wu was, like, the only bright spot in this film. I know. She's so good. I don't know what she was doing here. I have no idea. So that was the other thing. I was watching this film, and, like, after the scene in the van where they all get high, Mm -hmm. and the director makes a really stupid, like, they're trying to make this Beyonce bit work, and it just won't fucking work. It was so bad. They hang on it for, like, like, two full minutes. I know people like this. This is so realistic, but it was just bad. I have an orgasm, and I just become Beyonce. Oh, my God. It's, like... A mug that says like Beyonce is my spirit animal. That okay. was like a lot There's of the like humor. There's like four things wrong like with that sentence. There's like eighteen things wrong with that sentence. So much of the humor was like that. I was like, wow, I know and hate all of these people in such realistic ways. Also, I hate that the only like butch leaning woman in mm-hmm. this cast is the one who's 
made fun of constantly. No, constantly. Constantly. It was, really, it was just like sad. It was really, it made me angry again. She was really funny. She was, she was really the only funny. one who had like actual jokes and charisma. ones. Yes. Exactly. Um, except you, like, Constance Wu. Except you, Constance Wu. I don't even like see her as being in this film. I know. <laughs> I like, love like, her so I know. much. And especially because it's not her fucking best friend, the director's friend. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh my God. No. The director, like, the director says that they cast a mixture of comedic actresses like Constance Wu and Angela Trimber, who are Andy and Lou, the two main women. Oh, okay. Um, and stand up comedians. Ever Maynard, who plays Helen, who was the butch-leaning Helen. lesbian. Helen. She was so funny. Uh, she was so funny. And Josh Fadum, who plays Josh. His fucking <laughs> real name. Uh, and the director's real-life best friends, recording artist Karen, who is the <gasps> singer, and her co-writer Lauren Parks, who played Vivian. Okay, those two yeah. triggered my, like, mean girls who were making fun of me at every fucking yes. like, elementary school party I yes. went to. Party, and, birthday like, party. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> at my fucking at the raves that I went to in high school. <laughs> Rangers in fourth grade. Exactly. They were so they made me homicidal. I, like I could not fucking stand them. I was like like all of the same there are two parts where Karen Kareen, I don't know how to say her name, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh sings in this movie. I was like, boy, that was kind of weird, but then I sort of forgot about it. The fact that that was her friend and she gave her singing parts in this movie makes it so fucking embarrassing. It's so <laughs> embarrassing genuinely. It really felt like half of this movie was an ad for Kareen. Karen? <laughs> well, like, it felt like there were so many things where it's like, well, now my friend needs a thing for her reel, so we'll do a scene with them. That's yeah. what it felt like, especially the monologues. But, like, just every heart-to-heart that people had, I was like, oh, so this is going in the reel, so this is going in the reel. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, which, it's a hustle. You know, I get it. But, but it's, it's like, just it weird that so, that's the whole movie. Yeah, it was so lacking in any depth that I was just like, I would yeah. just rather watch your guys' reels. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Honestly. And then while I was reading that quote, I was like, okay, so that's Constance Wu and, and Angela and it's, you know, Andy and Lou and Josh. and But who played Nikki? <laughs> who played Nikki then? The fucking director. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you are kidding me. You're kidding me. The director had one of the roles. And she had which the like, worst like time consuming side plot like this movie was really about nikki and the lesbian couple yeah like it was an equal split between the two mm-hmm. which made no sense it was not marketed yeah. at all like i it, it and was i was so stupid i swear maybe i misread it or something this is a small note but mm. at the very beginning uh we see texts from from Nikki and from her husband or mm-hmm. her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. They're separated or getting a divorce. And I swear his name was Josh. And I was confused for five entire minutes because the other guy's name is Josh and there are two different Joshes. I didn't go back and check, but okay. I was so confused genuinely because she was like, are the girls still awake? And I was like, oh, the, the bachelorette, the bridesmaids. Yeah. And then he was like, no, they're both asleep and you can't FaceTime them or something. And I was like, she just got to the house. Why would she face? They're not asleep. The next scene, they're awake. <laughs> like, what are you talking What's about? What's happening? That's, I didn't even notice I that. That's, oh my God. If I'm wrong, I don't really care that yeah. much. But <laughs> it was still really confusing. Like, I didn't even like really process the name. Like, mm-hmm. the conversation was, it took me a lot to pick up, like, what was being said. I know. I just, it's just, I just, I just. I don't even want to go over the plot. Like, I don't... There's... There, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it, we find out that 
I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm doing it now. What's her face and who's her what's yeah. and they all and the uh. <laughs> The lesbian couple are Andy and Lou and yeah. they're having their bachelorette weekend yeah. with mostly Andy's friends. Yeah. Because uh, Lou's best friend can't go and then Lou's sister Nikki can go, but she's super, super late. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then her only other friend is her coworker Helen, who's fantastic. Who's fantastic. <laughs> who's and everyone hates fantastic. her for no reason. Everyone hates her because they're lame as fuck. I got really actually kind of angry at yeah. the Uber scene where she was like chatting with the Uber guy and he was like cool and they were like kind of hitting it off and they're like, yeah. God, you're so embarrassing, Helen. Like we're trying yeah. to ignore the worker right now. I know. Jesus, pick up. It's I know. like, it's like <laughs> excuse me, I'm having a conversation here. Maybe you guys should yeah. stop like whining all the time. Oh, you want to like connect with another human being yeah, fuck for you, the sake weirdo. of it, Ugh. for the joy of it? Yeah. Cringe loser. Yeah. God. <laughs> so strange. And then there's occasional cutaways in this movie where every individual character talks about the first time that they had an orgasm. Mm -hmm. And those were, like, kind of interesting because I can only imagine they were, like, semi-real experiences or, like, based in experiences other people have heard about. Not, like, theirs necessarily, but, like, other experiences. I thought that the – probably because it was improvised. I thought the characters were, like, really, like, solid almost. Like, I could really pinpoint – like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like what? Sorry, that's rude. What? But more interested this time. <laughs> I was like, no, fuck up. I'm like, wait, that's mean. Tampa down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, this movie makes me so mad. No, it was bad. Please it finish was, your thought. It was mostly Andy and Lou. Like I felt like, <gasps> yeah, like they're their like relationship problems seemed really realistic mm-hmm. and i was mostly just glad that their relationship problems were not hinged on them being a lesbian couple like yes. every other fucking movie is did i did appreciate that you know like sure. neither of them is like i can't believe you're out yet which is the plot of literally 90 percent of lesbian movies apparently right instead you don't tell your parents about us there will be over. no us exactly <laughs> you can't really know me unless your I, parents know me for some reason god uh, I did really appreciate Lou. I liked her performance a lot. I feel like she gave me like very genuine, nervous, weird girl energy. Yes. And I, I really, I, I liked her performance a lot. I know. I, I thought that their like dynamic was really realistic, which is that Andy is can be like selfish or not really think about other people all the time or how things affect them. Yeah. Like she doesn't realize that Lou is feeling left out because the bachelorette party is pretty much all of Andy's friends. Right. Uh, and Andy tries half-heartedly to talk to her about it, but doesn't fully get there. But I thought it was weird that the movie, is it okay if I get into like the ending of the movie? Oh yeah, okay. of course. I thought it was weird that by the end, I felt like I was supposed to take away from that, that they both had stuff to work on which was that Andy needs to think of Lou more and Lou needs to stand up for herself more. But we see Lou stand up for herself really well, like four times really? in this movie. Like, I wasn't really paying attention to that until they brought it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. I know. Yeah. At first I was like, oh, OK. And then I was like, well, she had that good heart to heart with her sister in the beginning when her sister's late. And she's like, her sister comes up like, hey, I'm really sorry I was late. And she's like, you know, I'm really hurt, actually, that you were late. You're the only person I know here. And yeah. I just wish, you know, this one time or something. And she gets upset. But I thought that that was, like, a good, like, healthy conversation or whatever. Instead yeah. of just being like, Which it's is so fine or whatever. I know, exactly. It was like... <laughs> so many of, like, the conversations in this movie started with, like, don't take this the wrong way. It's yeah. Like, first of all, But I have the most horrible thing to say to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and then there's that time where... Lou confesses she's never had an orgasm, sort of on accident, at yeah. the party where everyone's drunk. And then on ecstasy. On ecstasy. I think. That's right. 
Drunk on ecstasy. Drunk on ecstasy. (laughs) You know how it is. The revelry. The hedonism. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the next day, people are sort of giggling about how Josh and Nikki had sex. But Lou doesn't know that yet. So she sees these two girls like giggling. Karen and Vivian giggling. And she thinks it's about them. And then someone gives her a vibrator for like the bachelorette gift or something. And she's like... I was really impressed with how she did this because I would not have the guts to do this, which is like, I can't believe I have to say this. Are you guys laughing at me? What's wrong with you? Don't make yeah, fun of me. That was good. Right? That was really like, good. But also then it doesn't make any sense that the end of the movie is supposed to be like, you have to stand up for yourself. She stands up for herself all the time. See, And then it got into this whole like ego thing of Andy being like, I can't believe I've never made you orgasm, yeah. um, which I thought was like realistic. Um, yeah. But I also just I was like, maybe they'll explain it better the whole time. But they never did, which is I can't understand how someone could be really good. They say that Lou is really good at, you know, giving Andy orgasms. Yeah. How could you be good at that <laughs> and not be good at giving your own self orgasms? I could understand being like no one else has ever made me orgasm. Yeah. I cannot fucking imagine being a lesbian who's good at having sex with other women and not ever giving yourself an orgasm. I literally cannot fucking fathom it. You wrote the handbook. Girl, you have the guide, you know? You're familiar with the anatomy, typically. Exactly. One can expect. (laughs) Like, you've been together how long? Yeah. (laughs) That's the other thing is I did, I wanted this movie to confirm that not having an orgasm with Andy was an issue for Lou. Yeah, I feel like I needed that confirmation to like actually be as upset as this movie wanted me to be. Yeah. I was never clear how Lou felt about never having an orgasm with Andy. It seemed like she was embarrassed that people heard about it. But, you know, understandably, it's very private information. But other than that, it seemed like she had no problem with it. No. She was just like, like... It was just, like, quickly became, like, Andy's, like, if there's a problem, how do I not know if you don't tell me? It's, like, well, is it a problem? Yeah. Like, it wasn't clear to me that Lou was, like, had any resentment towards this yeah. or even, like, wanted to change their dynamic. And there was this part where Andy was, like, we have to fix this. Let's just fix this right now. Right. Which is, you know, the best time to have an orgasm really is when you feel really pressured to. <laughs> Definitely conducive. Uh but I, I sort of wish <laughs> such a safe trusting exactly like do it right now. Did you? <laughs> right now. Right now. We have to make up for all this last time. Drop and give me twenty. <laughs> um, and I expected it makes sense now that I didn't get this because it was improvised, so there yeah. was no script. Right. But I expected Lou to say something like, "There's nothing wrong with me. It doesn't need to be fixed." There's nothing wrong with us. Yeah. This isn't a problem that needs to be rectified immediately. Right. We can just sort of talk about it. Right. But they didn't. They didn't. So. Like, I feel like she kind of alluded to it in their last blowout fight. It was like, this is just a speed bump in life, yeah. which was used in the trailer because it was like one of the few good lines people actually said. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was the first indication where she was like, actually, yeah, maybe I would like to have an orgasm when we have sex sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Because otherwise it was just, like, nothing. Yeah. No, I don't. It's almost like we just didn't really hear that much from Lou about how she felt about that. That's the thing. It's like it was all about what's Andy going to do? How does Andy feel about this? And then, like, Lou was totally uh, wrapped up in, like, well, my sister's getting a divorce and that's the most important thing that's happening to me right now. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, like, maybe I'm an only child. Tell me this is crazy. 
why would you care that much that your sister is getting a divorce if she seems like she's okay with it? Exactly. Like, oh my God. And then she, the second she hears about it, she goes, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Which is the most fucked up thing like, you could Adam say. Adam is such a good guy. I'm like, okay, well, how about you fucking marry Adam? Yeah, That's exactly. Like, what? I know. Like, I cannot imagine being that invested except for like your sister's well-being. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, I can't believe you would divorce your husband. What? You don't know their dynamic no. that well. Like, you and can't possibly be like, you didn't deserve him to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> what? And then she was so worried about the kids. I was like, they're fucking kids. Like, do you know how damaging it is for couples who hate each other to raise children together? Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, would you prefer we just hate each other and also cohabitate this whole time? Do would that be kids. better for the children? Build I really resentment doubt up. that. Let my kids know that I'm only there for them. Yeah. Slowly build that resentment up over a exactly. number of years. It's perfect. Great. Everyone knows that that is the way to go. <laughs> like, maybe I'm just, like, a crazy fucking Antifa rebel bitch, but... <laughs> maybe I, I just have that. no value for the the union of marriage. Yeah, except as a blue-haired for, liberal. Yeah, exactly. As a blue-haired liberal with pronouns, uh, I just don't really find that much sanctity unless you both just are having a great time and want to be married. Right. Why yeah. would you not continue to be married if you don't want to be married? Just There's no good reason. End it. Pull yeah. the plug. Pull the plug. Quit. I quit things so much. I love quitting. <laughs> I quit books halfway through literally all good the for time. You. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start walking into plays after this movie. Yeah. <laughs> This movie, I'm gonna me, <laughs> this movie made me realize that I need to start valuing myself more. <laughs> and my time. And my time. Next time, I'm just going to stop watching the next uh, <laughs> Super Sammy Film Club movie. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be, we're going to sit down for this, and I'll be like, I tuned out halfway through. Okay. Sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, sit across me, flipping me off the yeah. entire time. I exactly. try and fill the air. <laughs> You're like, what did you think about this part? Didn't give a fuck. Next question. You're like, critique this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am. Um, it's official, ladies and gentlemen. I'm vetting all of the movies we watch. <laughs> it's. I just. I. I. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like. This is a small project. I don't enjoy like. I know. Tearing into these small passion projects. It's like, not fun shitting on something where they had ten dollars to work with. No, it's no fun. No, or even like. It's it's a little bit of fun with this movie. Sorry. That's not usually, made, though. No, yeah. Like, it just made me so mad. I have no goodwill for this. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Constance Wu, I love you. I am free on Thursday. Call me when I'm free on Thursday when I'm free. But When I'm free. That's the other thing about it all being improvised, is I feel like it kind of cuts you off with the past and being like, well, it was improvised. So, like, if it wasn't that great or thought through, like... Not my fault. It's it was impressive improv. that they just did it off the cusp, which, like... yeah. 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 But also, I had to watch this movie for 90 minutes. So, like, and it should what be are you going to do about that? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, who's going to pay the price right. for this? For these 90 minutes. I paid the price and I got nothing for yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I think having fun is important. Like, yeah. that's the thing is this movie didn't have to have, like, a mind-blowing conversation about, like, what sex is to these two lesbians in their own personal relationship. Yeah, but it tried to. It and tried it to, and it didn't, and then it didn't even, like, again, have the decency to, like, be funny. Yeah. It was just mean when yeah. it tried to be funny. So. It's just supremely lame. Yeah. I was like, like, if you really want to feel like you are at the most awkward bachelorette party of your life, you should watch this movie, but why would you want 
to do that. I literally wrote in my notes, this movie is the Awkward Olympics. Yes. It's so I was like, wow. Awful. I was so genuinely impressed with how realistically awkward all of these interactions <laughs> were and all of the people were before I knew it was improvised. But it was not fun anyway. No. Like, I was like, I, the only enjoyment I got from this was how good I thought the writing was. And then it was all gone. And then it's just ripped from your hands. It was ripped from my hands. <laughs> There's only so much extreme realism can do for you. And this movie didn't do anything except that <laughs> for me. Genuinely. Yeah. You know. No. I I did. The one scene that I actually enjoyed was between Josh and Andy mm-hmm. because they were like the best improvisers. <laughs> yeah. I love that he was like, to prove that she didn't pay attention to other people, he's like, I've been in love with you. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> I did actually like that, too. That's a good scene. He's like, I'm not trying to, like, do anything. Come on, you or nothing. I know you're getting married. I I want you guys to get married, but... I had this whole time, and you've never noticed. You never knew. (laughs) It's really funny. It was funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The humor felt predicated on the assumption that everyone who's different from us and aren't doing what we think is, like, right or correct is embarrassing and worthy Mm -hmm. of scorn. Like, yeah, every joke felt like it was coming from there. It was not. It's not fun. No. I just like more positive comedy than that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just made me feel like I was in friend groups of prior of like, God, did you see what she did? Like, what's she thinking? That's so crazy. Like, how could she? It's like, we all hate ourselves so much that we have to take it out on other people. Exactly. It's like, wow. You know, I'm not really in that headspace, so I don't see the point of doing that. I know. But. (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry we should cut this out too but yeah. <laughs> reminds me of a tumblr post i saw that was like i don't mean to subtweet anyone but one of you guys heads is a spider's <laughs> <laughs> i cried laughing at that the first time <laughs> one of you guys is a spider's <laughs> Oh. That's what I laugh at now. <laughs> and God, aren't we happier for I'm it? so much happier it's for it. It's all about the small delights. It is. It really is. And also, like, watching this movie, like, listen, I was trying, I was actively trying to like this movie, especially because the movie we watched before this was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, it wasn't going to live up to that, Yeah, obviously. How could it? It's the best movie Nothing ever made. Could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, like... It was such a sharp turn in terms of, like, worldview that I think it especially, like, made me bitter toward the feels. Because, mm-hmm. like, everything everywhere is about, like, finding, like, nothing matters, so, like, make it joyful, do what you want. And then this movie is, like, everyone else is dumb and stupid and they should try as hard as we do Also, they're, like, dumb and stupid. Yeah. Really a, a sharp downward spiral yeah. as far as movies, I feel like. It- Thankfully, I... I saw everywhere, everything everywhere all at once as like a, not even a movie. So in my brain, I had <laughs> completely separated it from other movies. So I was comparing it to All About E. So I was having way more fun. <laughs> because All About okay. E was fucking unbearable. Yeah, I respect that. It is in a, a league of its own. Like, it is. Nothing can compare. Yeah, I was like, well, it could be worse. I could be watching All About E again. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about mindset. Exactly. <laughs> so funny <laughs> i don't have anything else to say I about this fucking movie nothing else to say i think we've ragged on it for as yeah. long as we can like 
get away with. Yeah. Honestly. I have another rag, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another one. Another one. I just found another one. Please be soaked in gasoline. Yeah. Please be soaked in gasoline. <laughs> they have this thing that Josh, I think, suggests they do, which is they draw all of their boobs on a big piece of paper. And their whole thing was they were going to make the brides feel everybody up and try and guess whose boobs are whose, which what? is like the what? straightest, most offensive thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's what lesbians like, right? Yeah. And they You're tried lesbians, to acknowledge do that, right? it in the film. And I was like, this isn't working. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing, too. You. It was like uh, Lou and Andy were like, what? Sort of like, why would we do that? Yeah. But all of the other girls had already sent him, I think, pictures of their boobs. Like, No, they, they showed pictures of him drawing pictures that they'd sent him yes so they sent him pictures no but i mean like they had drawn a picture and sent oh okay the oh drawing okay. To him. <laughs> yeah, i didn't catch that part i was like this was a, yes, a blatant pictures. fucking ploy of josh to get tit pics from all of them it's for the bachelorette party <laughs> it's for the bachelorette party I, prom- I promise you don't want to be a party pooper do you oh my god everyone else is doing everyone it. else is doing it you'd be lame as fuck if you didn't god anyway i thought that was super fucking weird i really didn't like it and, and then i was, I was like, like i thought they were just gonna drop it but they ended the movie that with was them feeling be, everybody up yeah that was like they're lifting up uplifting ending after they have the big blowout fight yeah, it was, was like i'm sorry this is your movie ending on a high note is yeah the lesbian couple feeling everybody's tits i would have preferred you guys just like did like a dance number yeah <laughs> i would prefer almost any ending Literally. besides this one Fade to black. Fade to black, please. Or jump cut. Have the balls to fade to black. Have the balls to (laughs) fade. (laughs) Or even just do like a a jump and a freeze frame. Yeah. Like anything else. Or like show them walking down the aisle to each other. You know, they got married. What was it? What was it all for? So often we end on that note. I know. Again, I want (laughs) to talk to the person who loves this movie. Yeah. I don't really. I'm not sure that you're out there. I looked up reviews. They're Mm. not out there. (laughs) <laughs> the top IMDb comment <laughs> oh, no. was was like, I'm a lesbian and I watch so many gay movies just because they're gay. And this was one of the worst. It was horrible. And I the parts you. where she sings were horrible. <laughs> Thank you. That's the other thing I feel bad. It's like we're being mean and petty while also being like, everyone in this movie was mean so and petty. So mean and petty. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry we make a podcast about how good or bad your movie is. Yeah. I guess we are just doing mean improv, too. <laughs> They did mean improv the whole time. It was lame as fuck. I thought their mean improv was stupid and shitty. (laughs) It was a waste of my time. Yeah. It made me value myself more. (laughs) Let that sink in. (laughs) Self-awareness is important. Yeah. I won't change anything, though, but I will be aware the whole time. (laughs) Is that better? No. Is that better now? Okay. Well, that's fine. Well, at least we can laugh at ourselves. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, at least you can say one thing. We will never take ourselves seriously. Exactly. And And we won't cast each other in movies, probably. No. I mean, I'm never going to make a movie. Yeah. I just, I had the self-restraint to know that I couldn't make a good movie, so I just (laughs) won't. You know? Like, I have no love for it. Mm -hmm. There's just, like, sometimes I watch a movie and I'm like, oh, this person so clearly had an idea and, like, an awareness and love of film Mm -hmm. and, like, what makes it from, like, entertainment into, like, something that is... Like, a film. It's a piece of art. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Alice Wu is such a great example of someone who just has that. And, like, every film that she's made has just been, like, so impressive. 
even for like, or like freshman and sophomore attempts. Who's Alice Wu again? Um, Saving Face director. Oh, right. Okay. Like there's so much energy yeah. and competence and just like love and life in this mm-hmm. project. And then we see other movies where it's like, you what just made you a movie. Yeah. And like it was, it filled 90 minutes and it told a story sort of. Yeah. And, but there was no like, there's something that gets captured mm-hmm. in movies that we love that are left out of movies like these. Yeah. Sometimes people have the the like determining determination driving force to make a movie out of nothing but willpower and i so deeply respect that yeah because i drop projects so often i'm like i'm gonna knit a sweater no i'm fucking not gonna knit a sweater (laughs) uh but so if you don't have like a reason behind that driving force or and it's not or if it's not a good reason well or if it's like sometimes it just feels like it lacks passion where it's like it just feels like you don't care. You were and like, I think I'm going to make a movie. Yeah. But there was nothing else. But it's there. like, well, what movies do you love? Like, what do you love about, like, why did this have to be a movie? Yeah. Like, that's the thing that stopped me from writing more plays, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, now we're just talking about me because it's all I love about that. me. But, I mean, well, you know, it's our podcast. It's Fuck like, you guys. <laughs> we do whatever we want. <laughs> but it's like, that's why it's like I have stopped writing things for the stage and, like, um, just because I was like, why does this have to be a play? And it's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't. So I started writing short fiction. Yeah. Like, because it's like I realized I don't have enough, like, love for this medium mm-hmm. that, like, I switch to a medium that i do love so it's like why is this a movie it's is it it just because you live in la and you wanted to make a movie because everyone else does it sorry i'm not saying that's this director yeah but it's like i think also especially just with like the climate of like film right now and being an actor being a director you are expected to do everything Mm -hmm. like when i went to acting school the thing was like don't wait for people to give you work make your own work but then it's like if you don't love making film then, like, it's so much fucking work for something that you're not, like... That happy about. It's, like, you can really enjoy it, but it's, like, I don't I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to, like, fall into the reductive you have it or you don't. Like, I think it's yeah. very important to start and make things and keep making them. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just so much work for things that look like they're just going to end up in a reel because you're making it because you didn't want to wait for someone to give you work because you were trying to take control back as an artist Mm -hmm. not because you're an artist and you have to make it yes i know what you mean and it took me a while no no (laughs) like i it's i think it's also like that that's i'm saying the same thing you are basically it's like that grind mindset yeah Where like you have to constantly be working on a new project or you're you're just like stagnant yes and that's the worst thing you can be of course is resting saving your energy for other projects heaven fucking forbid uh so it's like you're a failure if you're not doing something, even if you don't care that much about it, or even if it's not that great. And it doesn't have to yeah, be great. No, you know, no, sometimes you learn a lot. And exactly. that's the process is super it's, important. Trying and failing is co- what constitutes a life of work. And yes. that's something that you should be very, very proud of. Yes. It just doesn't always make a good end product yeah. for people to enjoy. I get Maybe to except for you and your friends. And that's fine. But I had to watch this movie and I didn't like it. So... <laughs> You know, you know, you know, I know it is it's it's hard and it's kind of an unanswerable question. I just yeah. feel like we're stuck in this capitalist system mm-hmm. where it's like, well, OK, if you don't make your own work, are you just going to wait around? Like Hollywood is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Theater is a nightmare. Like getting in anywhere is like it's it's important to democratize these processes. And it's good that people are, you know, have the means and the technology to make their own films. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that grind mentality like pushes more people into like that like um, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and make self-made man kind of thing Mm -hmm. where instead of like 
I don't know. I, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. No, I know what you mean. It's like the best thing you can do is be working 100% of the time is yeah. what some people think. Or, you know, even if you don't buy into that on purpose, yeah. if you hear someone who's like, I've been in 15 projects the last three months, <laughs> like you might start to feel like, oh, I really Maybe need I to should be get doing that gun at the sports center. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I've been there. Leave it at leave it at the big leave bottom. it at the <laughs> Walmart will have guns later. You don't have to go and get one now. Don't go get one. <laughs> so fucking dark. Oh my god. Anyway, I think the larger point I was The larger point I was trying to make is that, like, I'm, I'm also not putting people down who, mm-hmm. like, even if they don't love it, they're still out there making their own work, because I think that is very admirable. Mm-hmm. I just think that um, as someone who is watching the products, like we've both said, it just leads to things that just feel a little perfunctory. Yeah. But hey, we can't all be fucking, like, Wong Kar Wai and yeah. the, uh, Daniels. The Daniels. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. You know, the tough thing is, it's... <laughs> Ratatouille speech about criticism. Insert here. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it. You'll always have that over us. But our podcast is where we critique lesbian movies and recommend them. So this one doesn't make the cut, and that's okay. I know. And that's the other thing is, like, I I, that's why I feel like I'm such a staunch advocate. And I know you feel the same. Is Mm -hmm. like, we aren't the people with answers. We're just the people asking questions. Yeah. (laughs) And the only thing that we can answer is on our opinion. And what good is that, really, at the end of the day? But I definitely am, like, two wolves of, like, I think everyone should make everything as much as they want to. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be good. The making is the important part. And the other part of the other wolf, mm-hmm. let's call him Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's such a negative asshole. He's Jeremy like, this movie is. fucking blows. <laughs> he smokes menthols on the yeah. turtlenecks. <laughs> um, and he calls Lady Macbeth Lady M. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, is like that, like. Art, we should hold art to a standard because it's like we deserve good art and like it is something that is quantifiable and like deserves the respect of like your feedback so that it can be better. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. There's a really great CJ the X video about this where yeah. I think it was their latest one, which means nothing if you don't know when we release <laughs> this. I don't know. It was when they were sick in bed with COVID and they were talking about... Mm. It's their latest one as of June 23rd, 2022. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> For like a split second, I thought you just had their like YouTube pulled oh. up. I was like, damn. <laughs> Fucking instantaneously. <laughs> but it was talking about how it's like, you know, you shouldn't let bad art stop you from making things, but you should also like strive to make the best art that you can. Yeah. Because art is worthy of that respect yeah and i disagree with them a lot about the things that they say just (laughs) they're very much themselves Mm -hmm. and they're like i don't really care about people but i care about art so because i care about art and people are the ones who make the art i care about people (laughs) and i'm like wildly opposed to that worldview that's funny yeah but i I appreciate what they have to say about they're so funny though they're so fucking funny they're so funny god yeah like you could do whatever you want. You can make yeah. whatever you want. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be anything. No. But, you know. Uh, the making is the important the part. The making is the important part. At the same time, casting your best friends in a movie where it's improv only and only like three of them are actual comedians. It's just not going to be very good 
for people who don't care about you to watch. That's that's the, so just know yeah. that I guess this is something I've only come to in my personal life. I've, I don't have the audacity to play this other people, mm-hmm. but when I'm like approaching my own work, I it's like do whatever you want. It doesn't have to be good. The making is the important part, mm-hmm. but like respect the time and attention of the people who are going to see your work that you put out. Yeah. So it's like, I have this internal thing of like, is this good enough to be worth people's time? Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like that movie met that standard. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I like wanted to do this podcast because I wanted to like rope you into these conversations. And I love these conversations. It's so fun. I love them more than that stupid movie. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I talk myself into, we always end up talking ourselves out of being too negative, but then I just like fall right back into the hole as soon as the conversation is over. Stick to your guns. (laughs) You know, it's called having a spine. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it would be a boring fucking podcast if we were like, well, they worked really hard. So I think that makes all the difference. Like, you have no idea what to expect from that movie if that's all the feedback that we get. Right? You're like, okay, cool. Is it worth... Should I see it or not? Yeah, should I see it or not? No. (laughs) (laughs) This one's an easy one, folks. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Not even for Constance Wu. Yeah. I I know. That's saying a lot. Yeah. I I get bugs up my ass where I'm like, I should just watch everything this actor's been in. My God, me too. But then I watch projects like these. I'm like, everyone Mm -hmm. has to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I'll stick to like the ones that sound interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Which this one did initially, which is also disappointing. But hopefully never again. I am going to start betting them. You know, just I like the bad ones, too. There's more to oh, talk about. I'll sprinkle them in. Okay, but I good. wanted it to be like... It's like, God, how boring would it be if we only watched capital G good lesbian no, movies? No, no, no. I don't have that in me. For one thing, we'd only have like 20 left, probably. <laughs> like, there's only... I mean, based on our track record so far, 90% of them are bad. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. No, I will... I just more of that it's like, I want them to like at least have enough to say. Yes, but like we can't have too many more all about ease yeah. because they're just bad the whole time. Yeah, and then you feel bad because it costs twelve dollars exactly. to make that movie. But and you're just shitting on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully next time we'll be back without another. We're really excited. It sucked ass. I know. But you this know we never know. <laughs> we just we don't know. You'll have to tune in to find out. I guess you'll have to wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>